Hey mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Mamas, welcome to episode two. In this episode, we will talk about some simple ways to prioritize and nurture your faith. As a Christian mama, you have decided that you want your kids to know and love Jesus. You believe that God, through his word, has called you to be the one to teach your children and to journey with them and the Holy Spirit. So now what? How do we start this thing called spiritual parenting? Let's talk about it. As a reminder, in our last episode, we talked about what spiritual parenting is, and we decided spiritual parenting is living out your authentic faith in front of your kids and inviting them to get to know who God is. But where do we start with spiritual parenting? Let's go back and look at Deuteronomy 6 verses 4 through 9, which was one of the main key verses that I use when I look at defining spiritual parenting and my role in my kids' faith. So, Verse four says, hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands I am giving you today. So that's verses four through six. And I think that's where we start. We start by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength and committing yourself wholeheartedly to God's commands that he's given to us. That's where we start. We love God. We have an authentic, vibrant, life-giving relationship with him, and we spend time with him, and we let our kids see this. But it is so hard as a mama, especially of young kids, to spend time with Jesus. As a mom of five kids, especially right now, all of them are eight to one. I understand it is hard. I would love to be able to just sit and have my tea and my Bible and and a journal and spend an hour with God every morning. And someday I will get there. But today is not my day. And tomorrow probably won't be either. And that's okay because God understands God has placed me in this family. He has given my kids their sleep patterns and and he has a plan. And I can be creative and intentional with the time and opportunities that I have. So today I want to talk about what are some creative ways that we can invite God into our lives as a mama, especially as a mama of kids who are young in the home, who are needy, who are always present. How do we fit time with God in to that busy mama life? And here's my suggestion, spiritual disciplines. I feel like sometimes spiritual disciplines can get a bad rep because we just assume 
that to practice spiritual disciplines means we need to carve out hours of our time each day, weekends or one one day a week and one weekend a month and one week a year to spend time just with God doing nothing else. And that the spiritual disciplines are not practical for a mama life. But mamas, I want to challenge you in that idea, if that is what you believe about spiritual disciplines. And I have a few resources that I want to share with you today to help you maybe change your perspective on what the spiritual disciplines are and how you can incorporate them into your life and maybe how you already are incorporating those into your life, but you just need to shift your um, intentionality and understand that what you're already doing is an opportunity for you to spend time with God and to grow closer to Him. So um, I'm really excited about these resources. I am a reader. I love to read, especially audiobooks, because that's what fits into my lifestyle the most. But I just, I love books and I think they are amazing resources. So I have four of them that I want to share with you today. The first one is a short little book, 112 pages, called Domestic Monastery by Ronald Rollheiser. And I will put a link to this in the show notes. And it is a beautiful little book that shows the value of being a parent and um and the value for our faith and being a parent. Ronald Rollheiser argues that a home with children is as good as or maybe even better a place for sanctification than a monastery. That as parents, we have more opportunities to be stretched and grown, opportunities to pray, opportunities to draw close to God than monks and nuns who try to live in a very intentional environment. Here's a quote from the book. It says, any mother or father while raising children, perhaps in a more privileged way than a professional contemplative, is forced almost against the will, to constantly stretch the heart. I just think that's really beautiful and it gives so much value to parenting for for our own faith and growth. And um, I know as a parent that there have been times where I would just love to be a nun and just have quiet and a set routine. And um, he just challenges me and and reminds me that God has called me to this and there are amazing privileges and amazing things for my own sanctification that God can do and wants to do through my family and my crazy life. One more quick quote from that book is, he writes, to see your own child is to feel what God must feel when God looks at us. And if that does not give you a moment of pause and just like self-reflection of like, oh my gosh, I am love and I can love out of that love. That just feels very equipping 
and encouraging to me as a mama. And so I hope you feel the same way um, from that. And so I just think that that book might be really encouraging to you. And so I highly recommend it. The next book that I want to um, share with you is Adele Calhoun's Spiritual Disciplines Handbook. This also will be in the show notes. This is um, a book that I used in seminary. It was one of my textbooks, but I think it is totally usable as as a mama, um, as any Christian who wants to kind of deepen and widen their understanding of what spiritual disciplines are. In this book, she goes through 62 different spiritual disciplines. And so it it will broaden your understanding. And I think it will help you to be a little more creative in seeing the things that you already do in life and the things that you already make time for as opportunities to spend those times with God and to allow God to enter in to those times for your own transformation, sanctification, and um, relationship with him. Um, and just so the very first one she talks about is celebration. And I just love that that is the way she would start this book. I think it is so important um, that we recognize celebration. And um, when we view that as a spiritual gift, and we can celebrate what is happening, what God is doing, who God is, that will bring joy into our lives. And that will overflow for our kids and our families. And um, it is just a really amazing faith building opportunity celebration is. And so I just I, um, I just think that this is a, a really um, useful book in broadening our understanding of what spiritual disciplines are and how you can um, more intentionally incorporate those into your life. Kind of in that same purpose of redefining what spiritual disciplines are, I want to tell you about Catherine McNeil's Long Days of Small Things, Motherhood as a Spiritual Discipline. I mean, it just, it's perfect. It um, is a really beautiful book about seeing the things that we do as moms, as ways to draw closer to Christ. Here's a quote from the book. It says, mothers are reminders that has said love is the very foundation of the earth. In nurturing, we bear the image of God. We all want to be more like Jesus. And this book shows ways that through loving our kids in the day-to-day, we get to become more like Christ when we invite him and the Holy Spirit in to these very common routines and practices that we already have One of the most powerful ones for me, she talks about nursing, and that one has been very powerful to me as I've been nursing for many years now, it seems. Another huge one for me that changed my perspective is on changing diapers. Now, often when I change a diaper, I reflect on sin and the way that God has cleansed me through Christ and the cross. And it's really powerful. And just to take those few moments 
of an activity that is not necessarily pleasant or enjoyable, but to make it powerful and intentional in that way, as well as a bonding moment and just um, just finding a way to make something so small, making it such a reminder of God's grace and love for me has been really powerful. Finally, I want to mention Gloria Furman's Missional Motherhood. It just, again, helps me to give spiritual power and spiritual transformation and opportunity over to the things that I already do as a mom when I invite the Holy Spirit in. And so she says, because God is profound, his design for motherhood is profound. So even though I'm not out in the world being a missionary to some tribe in Africa that has never heard of God, these books and remind me that my calling has deep and meaningful purpose, and it is so valued by God. And just even that, and reminding me of my identity in Him, and that I am living into an opportunity to become more like Him, um, is just, it's really encouraging. And I'm also reminded that in Isaiah, that God compares himself to a nursing mother. He says he won't forget his people the same way a nursing mother can't forget her child. And all of those little things, when I think about them through my daily life, can be opportunities to bask in the relationship that God wants for me, to just enjoy my heavenly father to grow more like him, to be reminded of who I am and what I'm doing and who I'm doing it with. And all of those things I think are amazing opportunities just for spending time with him and growing in that vibrant relationship that he wants for us. Finally, I want to share with you how I am in the word every day. I have lots of ways that I love to spend time in scripture. But there's only one of them that I consistently can make happen every day. And that is through reading the Bible, using the Bible recap on the Bible app. And so every morning while I'm getting ready, because that is something that happens every day, I get up and take a shower and all those things. So every morning after I take my shower, while I'm getting ready, I listen to the Bible recap plan on the Bible app on my phone. And I actually listen to it at two times the speed. And then I listen to the the Bible recap podcast. At normal speed, it's six to 10 minutes, usually about eight minutes long. And at double the speed, because I listen to most things at double the speed, um, it's three to four minutes. So I get the word and then I have someone who tells me how to best interpret that and some of the history behind that. And she really ties the story well, um, together well. And what I love most is that she is always pointing us, uh, her name's Tara Lee Cobble, she's always pointing us to find Jesus, to find God and who he is and God's character in that day's reading. 
And so for this year, we are, I'm like 210 days in or so. And so we're in the book of Isaiah. We're reading through the Bible in a year chronologically. And it's so doable. And I just love it. And it's been so helpful. And her podcast is so phenomenal. And um, I've just really learned to see God in a new way. And I actually enjoyed reading Leviticus. So if that says anything for this plan and for uh, Tara Lee Cobble's podcast, then um, I hope I would that inspires you to check it out. I've never liked Leviticus before, and now I can say that I do. Um, so mamas, it is a simple way to add it in. Um, I also read the She Reads Truth books. Um, I get their, their study books, and I do not read those every day because that is not just something that happens. Um, life takes over. But I love those study plans. And I use also have a journaling Bible that when I have time to be creative, I really enjoy being creative with God and um, expressing myself through art in a very personal way just between God and I. So I will link to those and um, in the show notes. And I hope I've encouraged you to find some ways to make space for Jesus, whether it's inviting him and the Holy Spirit into what you're already doing or finding new ways to add little bits of God into your daily routine. I hope one of these resources, all of these resources will be helpful to you. Today, we've been talking about your faith as the place to start spiritual parenting. And your kids do deserve a mama that is in a healthy spiritual place because you will be a better mom with Jesus. But that is a byproduct. God wants a relationship with you just to have a relationship with you. He is not merely equipping you to serve your kids and point them to him. He desperately wants a deep, intimate, and authentic relationship with you, his created, chosen, and loved daughter and friend. You can't earn more of his love, no matter how many devotionals you read, prayers you say, or even if all of your children walk with him. He loves you for who you are just because you are. And so mamas, that is the reason to have a relationship. And that is where it needs to start. Everything else will flow out of that and your understanding that you are loved by a creator and he wants to spend time with you. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.